We need the Wayne's World Q-U-N from Patrick. That's how we started everyone. <laughs> All right, Q-U-N, Patrick. All right, here we go. go. Five, four. <laughs> Welcome to God Hates Jags. Sean Shimmer and Patrick here. It's 2021. We're living the life. Shimmer's got his drink over there. Patrick's got good lighting. He was bragging about, even though it's a podcast, and he has a beer. Uh... Just to go straight into the most important thing possible to talk about, guys, we did it. Mission accomplished. We got in. We got it done. Urban Myers to Jax. We're ready. Trevor Lawrence, Urban Lawrence, Urban Meyer. <laughs> all of them, all three of them. Yeah, we – Hey, guys, what's up? How's it going? We didn't do anything. The, the – the Jaguars got a new coach. Dude, we didn't do shit. I did so much. I'm what on fucking mean? Twitter 24-7 refreshing trying to find, like, this past week has been hell for me trying to, like, look at the, the most up-to-date rumors. I feel like I did a lot. I did appreciate the picture you sent me of Urban Meyer landing at the airport that I'm sure See? some guy that some guy that's employed by the uh, Jacksonville International Airport took on his lunch break of Urban Meyer getting off a plane that got circulated around the interwebs. Dude, Does it he was get paid for that. That's what I want to know. The guy well, took the picture. I'm sure he did. It was like, once again, it up? Yeah. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Oh, it was immediate. So, um, I feel like I've, I don't know if I ever talked about him on the pod. I've told you guys like in Jags Twitter, there's this guy whose Twitter handle is E Dilla. And he's just like a guy. He doesn't do like national reporting, but he gets all the scoops. And he's the one that had that picture. And everyone, and then like an hour later, like, you know, Ian Rappaport is like using the picture. And everyone's like, no, dude, that was fucking this E. Dilla guy. They so, didn't give him the courtesy of E. Gilla. Yeah, Reddit. dude. So, no, I don't know if he's on Reddit. He's a Twitter guy. But uh, yeah, this dude is everywhere. He gets yeah. all of It's crazy. E. Source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get his he I from what I can tell just reading his tweets, he like he honestly doesn't seem to give a shit. He's just like it's just fun to break stuff to other Jags fans before national people fun. know. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know this guy. Seems like a cool dude. Let's get but, a little pot. Well, I'll look it's like Dilla, he's one of the uh the bull take guys. So he uh, immensely more popular than us. <laughs> well, I don't know about it. <laughs> but maybe he's a humble man. <laughs> I'll DM him. I'll DM Dilla. I'll be like, hey, dude, you want to hang out with other guys with beards? And We've gone hey. off the rails. Urban Meyer's the coach. Urban Meyer. We can't let E. Dilla steal all the thunder. I'm oh, yeah. full circle on Urban Meyer. I think I was talking about – I think I may have said the words, I don't want him. And now it's full-blown excitement because I'm that Jaguar fan when there's optimism that goes <laughs> – like, wow, this could actually be our year until, you know. Oh, yeah. Not good. So, but this time feels a bit different. It does it's, feel a bit different. Yeah. We, uh, it's so much more than optimism in my eyes. It's like, it's, it's credibility. Patrick is so stunned by Urban Meyer. He can't, he's speechless right now. He's speechless. He can't even think about it. But uh, until Patrick unfreezes, <laughs> the, our last pod we uploaded on January 3rd which was uh, 12 days ago. And, yeah, like, we were talking about our, our head coach, Doug you know. was still the coach. Yeah, yeah. Last Since time we recorded. True. So, I don't know, two seconds of morning, Doug Marone, thanks for the memories. Uh, I like Doug. Yeah. I hope good things happen to Doug. He's probably – Great guy. 
second, uh, third, second or third best Jaguar coach all time. <laughs> Good for Doug. Good for Doug. I'm very happy for Doug. But in the words of Urban Meyer, he's not elite. So he needs to get off the coaching staff ASAP, along with Todd Wash and Jay Gruden and all of them. You uh, love Jay Gruden, the beginning of the season. You said Jay Gruden, easily the best offensive coordinator we've ever had. He was. The first couple <laughs> weeks, he was doing one it. game. And then single game. He, uh, he, he let us down in the end. So he, he was too busy partying with all those chicks from the pictures. So, yeah. <laughs> All of them are going to be washed out. Smoking weed at the beach bars, yeah. Smoking weed at the beach bars. I think uh, he accomplished what we wanted to accomplish this season. Most Everything. Jaguar season. Oh, yeah. Year. Everything had to come together perfectly for mission accomplished, and it, it somehow did. But, uh, yeah, 12 days ago, we were all, like, I think I just barely said, yeah, I don't want him on the pod. But we all kind of, I think, at some point said, like, eh, Urban Meyer, when we were talking about our head coach predictions or, like, who we wanted – and yeah, 12 days later, I feel like all of us are like, hell yeah, Coach Urban Meyer, three-time national champion, bestseller author. Hell yeah, I want this guy to be my coach. He's a, he's a best-selling best-seller author. author. <laughs> yeah. Why was that one of your like top like reasons? Like this is a great <laughs> a great hire. <laughs> it was just that's the second thing you said. Like you're like uh, Urban Meyer, three-time champion, mathematician. Spelling wizard. Y'all like, need to stop what, poking what, holes what in my <laughs> stop poking holes in my joke bubbles. <laughs> Let me I just happened to see recently that he wrote a book, so I thought Urban I would admire devout Catholic husband. I always we, pays his bills. Those are good coaches. We gotta we gotta uh, look this guy up. I'm 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 getting I'm pulling up the Wikipedia on Urban Meyer. The, I gotta start learning a lot about him. I've already Wikipedia. He's got Meyer. one uh, daughter that lives in somewhere in Florida who runs like a, a fitness. What's her name? Company. Laurel. Is no, Laurel? Gigi. Oh. Which is like what? <laughs> that was good. So yeah, it's my job to now learn everything <laughs> about this man. Um. I've actually done some digging. The, I will say the let, – let, let's hear about it because I'm, I'm super optimistic. And the, the optimism compared to, like, when the season ended a, couple, a week and a half ago when we knew Doug was going to get fired and really know who it was. We still interviewed a handful of candidates. But, like, a month ago – Patrick's got that we late Friday night internet. Losing. <laughs> am, am I still here? Can you guys hear me? You're back now. We were losing before. Yeah. When you make a point, you freeze. When you say, am I back? Crystal clear. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys hear anything yeah, I said? We're or good should right I just now. leave it up for you guys? Basically, yeah. basically what I'm saying is, is that when we were still <laughs> thinking that we had the second overall pick – and that we didn't really know where this franchise was going to now is a complete 180 because we thought we were going to have the second overall pick. Okay, that's all right. We'll get Justin Fields more than likely. And our head coach, who knows? We still don't have a GM. We have the best outlook for a quarterback coming out and probably 
best outlook for a coach that we could have hired. It's a complete 180. And it's exciting. It's super exciting. And I hope people are excited. There's obviously people that aren't. But you know what? We're going to learn to live with it. And the minute we start winning games, they'll get over it. I'm going to learn to live with your internet. Second, <laughs> second picks for losers. Only uh, losers get – Yo, yo, for real though, a, a Rams punter changed – or no, a Jets punter who tackled a Rams player saved our franchise, and it's crazy. I'm all about it. I'm here for it. What's his name? Uh, I said it last pod. Brand, Brandon, Brandon McWeedon? Brandon McWeeny? Braden McDongle? I don't a remember. Rams punter. <laughs> no, it was the Jets punter because he saved – wait, punter. no, how does football work? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Rams punter tackled the Jets guy from scoring. Bro, I was – I couldn't think of which way how it had to doesn't happen. matter. It's in the past now. The season's <laughs> only been over for a week. Dude, you think I remember 2020? 2021 yeah, last year, has lasted a, a year already. Happened. A lot A lot has happened. A lot has happened. A lot, a lot has, has happened. Re- fair. Recorded. A the lot world has been torn happened. apart more since it we last been recorded. Unexpected has happened. In the last two weeks, but we're only going to talk about Urban Meyer because that's what this show. Yeah, about. this is a big Urban Meyer. Can I give you guys just a a random factoid? I just I just learned about. Let's hear it. It's not so much a factoid because that makes it seem like I'm going to tell you something about Urban Meyer's life you didn't know before. Uh, it's more of just a update on how things are going for the team. Uh, Ashlyn Sullivan, who does like I don't know digital reporter stuff for the Jags, earlier today tweeted that the Jags ticket department is says 50% of their season ticket deposits came just from yesterday when Urban Meyer was announced and they're already eight times ahead of last year's pace and they expect the 100 and the 200 levels to sell out soon like a day of having Urban Meyers and like you know two weeks of having Trevor Lawrence and they're eight times ahead of season tickets from last year in the middle of a pandemic good like with COVID going on I was gonna say that's that's crazy another there's another variable there that yeah. would probably it could be even more if people tickets yeah exactly right. well no like last year they were already purchased well all i have to say is True. it's not too late to hop aboard the bandwagon okay so, bandwagon is that copyrighted are we shimmers uh, just... it is now i'm gonna start hashtagging it i'll Full use that on our twitter to... <laughs> uh all right, I'm going to tell you something about Urban Meyer while Patrick is frozen. Shimmer is on. Huh? What just happened? Am I here? Patrick's on a timeout. Oh. Patrick, Everybody you froze. Sit, Patrick, you sit time. back, okay. relax, and we're going to let Shimmer serenade us with some factoids about Urban Meyer to get us even more excited. Okay. Um, so I did the deep dive through the Wikipedia hole on, uh, on old Herbs. Herb has a career record of 187 wins and mm. 32 losses. Mm. Okay? That's a lot of wins. Uh, over the past 10 years, the Jaguars have 116 losses. That's over 17 seasons for Herb. <laughs> he only has 32. Uh, Herb has a history of turning around franchises that uh, were – terrible the year before uh he went to bowling green that's his first head coaching job they were two and nine the year before he took over they went eight and three 
he then went to Utah in 2003, where he coached Alex Smith, uh, who is was taken as the first overall player. Uh, they had a perfect season at Utah, 12 and 0. He obviously went to Florida, uh, won two national championships at Florida. Then he had uh, Evo. He also has a tendency to obviously leave places uh, poorly. I guess would be the best accurate way to describe it. The man's uh, got a brain cyst. Leave him alone. Uh, and then he winds up at Ohio State where he wins a third national championship. His record at UF was 9-3, 13-1, 9-3, and his last year there, they went 7-5. and five. So, like, uh, the only – there's a few things that I'm worried about with Urban Meyer. He's never coached in the NFL. He's definitely an old-school, hard-ass type of coach, and does that coach work with the NFL? But he has a proven track record of success. However, scandal seems to follow him everywhere he goes. Um, but ultimately, he, if you think about it, of all the coaches that were hired this past week, if you look at all of their resumes, his is by far the most impressive. Yeah, he's a culture changer. Like the Falcons hired Arthur Smith and they had to post the picture of his face, you know, because they have to introduce him. And... Arthur Smith is just the dweebiest looking dude. Like he does not look like he's going to lead men into battle. Like Urban Meyer brings a culture. Like he's already like, uh, when he was talking to our, our friend of the pod, our good pal, JP Shadrick on the field last night, like one of the first things he said, his two main things he said is like, I'm only going to hire. Like if the person you're recommending me for a staff position is an elite, like don't tell me about this person. Like, he wants the best staff possible. And then his other big point was, like, I expect the best from the players. And to do that, like, we're going to treat them the best. We're going to give them the best. And to come from a year ago when Tom Coughlin has the most, like, you know, violations against him from, like, the NFL PCA, whatever it's called. Like, and now we have Urban saying, like, we're going to treat our players the best. Like, this man, he's got some culture going in him. He's brewing up that college vibe. He does. And I, I think his role is, I mean, I don't really know um, exactly everything going to have his fingers in, but I, the relief that's going to be off of him from being uh, the stressful job of being the head coach is going to be having the right people. You're saying if he's going to hire an elite offensive coordinator and in elite special teams, his job is going to be as the game day coach as far as making decisions, but also to coach his coaches to put them in the position to lead their players and just kind of oversee everything as a guy that's making sure everything is running smooth. And that's kind of what I expect out of him right now. Yeah, and even said as much, like I watched the whole uh, uh, press conference, his intro today, and like someone asked, you know, like, oh, your health has been an issue before. And I thought he was just going to like, you know, skirt around it and say like, oh, I feel much better now. But he, like, he, he gave like a really good honest answer about like, you know, yeah, it is a thing. It's a concern. Like I need to worry about it. Uh, but he said like, you know, I plan on hiring like the best staff I possibly can. So like, it's going to be their job to get really, you know, fired up and angry on game days. Like, you know, so I can kind of take better care of myself. So I thought it was a very good self-aware honest answer of him i like 
he has some good transparency already. And sure. he also said uh, one of his big things, like, you know, one side note, he does pronounce Duval horribly. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard it. Yeah. He does Duval. a emphasis on Duval. Duval. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's he, like, I think that's how we'll Robert there. That's Robert Duval's last name. Like he's, it feels like he's referring to yeah. the, uh, the actor. Yeah. It's, like, no, it's not Duval. It's Duval. It has like He'll a word. Yeah. We'll give him it, some time. It was his first try. It was, I know. You know? We, we've heard worse. We've heard worse. Practice makes perfect. So. He's going to preach that uh, every he day. Sure. Most people that don't live here, when they hear us <laughs> say, or especially chant Duval, they don't even know what we're saying. Yeah. Because they don't think that's how you pronounce it. I do feel like, because he said either Duval or 904 like 10 times more than just saying Jax or Jacksonville. And I, my conspiracy theory is I feel like the Jags social media and all that stuff like tells them to push that more. Cause that's kind of like, you know, sure. Jacksonville, like you're from Jacksonville, you like the Jags, but like the Duval thing is more of like a, you know, a call to arms across the galaxy of Duval fans. So I feel like they're always like, say Duval more than Jax. It's more of like a, you know, a special thing that everyone can get behind. So I feel like sometimes it comes across not as sincere. It's a brand for the Jaguars. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like sometimes it doesn't come out as sincere as it could. It's a calling card for the city. For sure. Like even people who don't really know about Jacksonville have heard somebody do that chant, right? So, like, I think that's why they push it. It's already sort of well-known, even if they don't know what Whether it is, they want they've it. They've heard it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we suck. We need Whether as many branding things as we can. So I'm all for it. Like, they need to get the welcome to Saxonville off the side of the field, and they need to put up, like, Duval or Trevor Town or something. So Speaking of, I was watching right. ETI, uh, uh, pardon the interruption, with fucking Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon, and it was the one right after Urban had been hired. It was the first thing that they discussed. And one of the reasons Kornheiser basically took the position that yeah, I don't see why, why would it work? Well, Will – Lawn went white wood. But one of the reasons Kornhauser said it wouldn't work is, and I shit you not, I wrote it down. He said, because Jacksonville, they don't have a very good fan base. That guy. Tony so, Kornhauser has no fucking clue about our fan base. <laughs> he's never been to fucking Jacksonville. Wait. And it's not the first time he's shit on, he shit on us, apparently, uh, when we had the Super Bowl. Um, I honestly think that he's to his head is so far up his ass that he can say that like with so little like thought of the actual fans that he knows nothing about uh so i just wanted to give you know let you guys know and uh just say for all to hear fuck tony kornheiser from a jaguar fan fuck him fuck tony kornheiser i can say it's a very lazy thing for for people to say that yeah it's easy I clicks. Mean, Shit on the Jags, you get your clicks. Shat on forever. There's a reason our podcast is called God Hates Jags, right? The fucking, Sean just said the fan bit, like we're nearing a sellout and all it took was uh, having a shot at a real QB and getting a coach that somebody's heard of, right? <laughs> That's all it took. And there's not even been a game. It's been two weeks. It took so, zero baloney references. There was a lot of those with Doug. Like, treat it like real football, boom. There's we sell optimism uh, in the city, and 
you know, if you're not here, you don't see it, but it's fucking cool. To see. I will say to, because uh, Shimmer, you're not on, on the Twitters, uh, there's been a new movement on Jags Twitter where basically if anybody says anything negative about the Jags on Twitter, they literally just get bombarded with hundreds of Jags fans. And it's predominantly, they're using a clip. Uh, it's The Rock from some like wrestling match. And he has the microphone and he goes, shut up, bitch. And then the whole like the announcers go like, what? What? So basically anytime someone talks shit on us, they just like bombard him like a million of The Rock saying, shut up, bitch. And then there's a bunch of like edits with like Trevor's face on it and now Urban's face on The Rock. So we're wow. doing, doing the best we can with the social media given to us. If we can get The Rock to say, shut up, bitch, before our first game. We, I tried to really uh, succeeded as a team. I tried to DM him on Twitter, but it said I wasn't allowed. I guess he's so famous he can like shut off his like you know his direct messages. What? Probably. So, we can't get him on the pod. No, I tried to we like tried every to get, uh, the Rock impersonator to do it. Oh, true. It, there's one on Cameo. Yo, that's an idea. All right, I'll get on that. I'm gonna Cameo. The Boulder. <laughs> A little pebble. The pebble. <laughs> so I'm going to look that up right now. I will say if The Rock there's... doesn't call his own kid the pebble, that's a huge mistake. That's he's about to have his own show where he's a kid or something. He should that's call like... that kid the pebble. There's a, there's a lingering effect of the Urban Meyer hire that I was thinking about. And it's not, you know, the, it's not the, just the credibility that he already has with, with players and pulling a coaching staff from all around the league. And, um, you know, obviously the reason why he was Shad Khan's number one target for a coach. But the fact that with Trevor coming to the Jags, which is going to happen, it just hasn't happened officially, and Urban as the head coach, the primetime games that the Jaguars are going to get, I would say with just those two, we're going to get – at least a Monday and a Sunday night game, I would think. So the pool, the extra pool, not only from credibility that we have with an established head coach and a generational quarterback, but the pool for that with free agents that are going to be in the market this year to come to Jacksonville, that they're going to actually have primetime exposure, not just be buried at one o'clock on Sunday every week, I think is another, it's just another effect of the hire now that we have some credibility. I, I'm pretty optimistic about most things, but everybody hates us, so I'm still sticking with one Thursday night game until proven differently. No. They, no. The NFL, ha they may hate it, but they have no choice <laughs> to promote fucking Trevor because he's, he's got to be the future. Right. I'm telling you, a month before the draft, they're going to start making like articles like, is Trevor that great? They're going to try to start chipping away and making him see worse and worse. Great. Since like, well, he's one of those now. That's people that are going to hate watch. And if you still put us in primetime, people are going to hate watch. People do love hate watching. Like when people watch like Stephen A. Exactly. Smith, you're like, or what's the, uh, the old white guy, Skip Bayless? Like, I fucking hate this guy, but right. God damn it, I'm that, addicted. Though. It doesn't, like, uh, Trevor doesn't need to be in New York to be on commercials and television. Look at, like, who do you see on TV the most? It's Patrick Mahomes, uh, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers. They are in Kansas City, Cleveland, and Green Bay, right? Like, those are not big markets, right? He can be, as long as he's in the NFL 
and we're winning, he'll be all over. Head and shoulders commercials. Oh, immediate, immediate head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. And uh, Shiver speaking, can I make a can I make a confession real quick? You you said you were talking about Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. in in the playoffs. He's been warming up on me. I talked really? some shit on him, but you want to like, put a bet on that game? Um, I don't know about that. I think the Chiefs are gonna win, but I think the Browns can make it interesting. They're better Sean, than an OBJ. That's for sure, Sean. Your record for bets just on this podcast is terrible. So yeah, I don't know about true. everything else. I invested more in this. I, I kind of did some stock market stuff for the first time. I only had like twenty dollars invested forever. Then actually, like invested some like you know decent money, and I've only been losing it since. So I'm just bad at this. Any kind of game, <laughs> just I'm horrible. Bad at gambling and. But uh, I couldn't find. I, I was trying to find the Rock impressionist to get a uh, shut up, bitch. I couldn't find The Rock, but I did find a Rocky impressionist. And I don't know if you guys can see this guy, but he looks identical to Sylvester Stallone. No, he doesn't. What, dude? He I'm telling like you. Sylvester Stallone's cousin. He looks like the <laughs> wax mannequin version. <laughs> he also got a few more pounds than, old, than Rocky yeah. did. But for 41 bucks, I might get me a Rocky impressionist of That is not worth something. $41. What? Don't oh, dude, that's me. nothing. Uh, 20 or below. <laughs> We need below. to get our, our cameo. We've still never gotten one. Yeah. I just wanted to say God hates Jack. <laughs> well, Go Jaguars. God hates Jack. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I just typed in Jaguars. and I There's like a there's, lot of... Oh, hold on. There's way more players than last time. Yo. Oh. <laughs> Wait. No, this can't be real. Wait. Who do we got? No. Mortal? There was one... Uh, is it a Urban, Trevor Lawrence no, Urban, Urban Meyer is on... Uh, is on Cameo, but it says temporarily unavailable. But I can oh. DM him for three bucks, so maybe I can DM him like, hey man. Just DM him podcast? real quick. Just tell but, him to check out God Hates Jack. Okay, hold on, real quick. Urban Meyer on Twitter, uh, like, so one, I like Urban because he's on social media. So, like, I don't know, that's just fun when, like, you know, they post stuff like that. That's a Urban Meyer's Instagram and his Twitter still both say like, you know, go Bucks, like, you know, Ohio type stuff. But his cameo has already been updated to say head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I find that very funny. Maker, that's yeah. <laughs> like Instagram, whatever. I'll update that when I update that. Mm-hmm. But cameo, I better get that new info. If I was on cameo that would go also former coach of Ohio State and former UF. So like, yeah, it says all that. By the way, guys. If you if if your grandson likes this team, I'll do you know make what a stupid uh, video? Do you know what else Urban Meyer's bio on his cameo says? Best-selling author. Best-selling oh author. Really? That's <laughs> why you know that. That's the only reason you know that. I what is the name before. of Urban's book? Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Urban renewal. Urban development. <laughs> Urban. Let's just type it in. Urban book. I misspelled that Gentrification. Uh, oh, man. I got a lot of... Oh, <laughs> if you just type in urban book, a lot of other kind of... Yeah. Hooked on... <laughs> the first thing that popped up was hooked on that thug life by, by Princess Diamond. You may want to type in urban... Oh, fire. Princess yeah. Diamond. <laughs> I think I need to be more specific on the internet. <laughs> um, his book is called... Uh, Above the Lines, Lessons in Leadership and Life from a Championship Season. 
See? Wow. It's about relating, become, making men become responsible men. It's what? About, That's, is that about the Florida Gators championship season? Uh, no, I, was, I see a lot of red. So I was going to say, what, what's on the cover? Yeah, it's, it's mm. Urban Myers running out with his boys during a game with Ohio State. And he's got a good – the man rocks uh, a good windbreaker. That three, three-fourths quarter zip, and oh, he looks – yeah. I really, we were talking about this before. I really like that he's already completely decked out in Jaguar clothing. Like everything – like every item of clothing he had was like team, you know? And <laughs> I really enjoy he, that. He will look – Better in a Jaguars polo than Doug Marone. With, I will say that. Yeah, but you know, uh, Matt Lafleur of the Packers looks better than Andy Reid. But give me Andy Reid all day. Yeah, you still gotta look. You know, you still gotta look good. Urban Meyer has. He's got the look to him, and he does look good in the Jags in the teal. Like he said in his press conference today, he had a whole thing about. Uh, like respecting the Jags logo, like respecting the emblem. He's like, you know, if you're not here to play for this, like you can get the hell out kind of a thing. So I feel like he's got that old school mentality of like, uh, like you have to earn the decal on your helmet kind of a thing, which can come off kind of cheesy sometimes. But I feel like, you know, he owns it really well. Guys, as of eight minutes ago, Urban Meyer, speaking of his social media, he uh, tweeted for the first time that, like, about being part of the Jags. Urban Meyer just tweeted, couldn't be more excited to join the Jags family. Already getting, already getting to work to give the great fans of hashtag Duval, again with the uh, overuse of the Duval. But, Duval. Uh, yeah, Duval. Uh, a team they can be proud of and enjoy. And then he, he uh, tweeted just, like, a picture of the Jags logo. But it's, like, I don't know, the one I would find on Google – it's like kind of blurry a little. Like it's not like I feel like you know, I feel like they could have made an official graphic for him to use. And you totally just like Google Jags logo and use like the first one. So I I feel I appreciate that. He's using a he's using a JPEG when he should be using a PDF. Yeah, I mean he's my mom's age. Like I couldn't, you know, I can only imagine my mom trying to use Twitter and Instagrams. That's what she would probably call it. She is on Facebook probably, but old people don't they do their best. But anyways, that's nice to know. He's uh, officially on Cameo, and he's on Twitter, up in the Jags now. So he's got all the big social medias covered. That's awesome. That's nice. But uh, yes, I think I was the only one that actually watched the press conference today. And I talked a couple of the things earlier, and I'm trying to remember more from it. But that, to be fair, was uh, almost 12 hours ago, and I have a really bad memory. Uh, I will say the the biggest thing I, re- I remember from it, because it was kind of buzzing on the social media a little bit. Uh, the So apparently, like, you know, right now it's pandemic Zoom. You know, they, they don't have all the, uh, the, you know, press conference people live. It's all on Zoom right now. And apparently they just put the link on the News for Jack's website for all of like the Hayes Carlines and the JP Shadricks and all of them to use. But it was just on a public website, so anybody could join. So, like, random people were joining. um, And somebody had a screenshot. Like, they posted on Reddit, just like, hey, that's me in the top left corner. Like, I I was on the Zoom call with, like, Urban Meyer. And he's like, I didn't say anything, obviously, but, you know, I was there. But on the bottom right, and I'll I'll, I'll text you this guys later, uh, of the Zoom call, there was a, a little 
camera feed of a surgeon. There was like a doctor with like scrubs on and like a doctor, you know, hat for his hair. This was <laughs> your chance, Sean. Yeah. You could, you could I was Sean with God Hates Jacks, Urban, <laughs> quick question. I was at Urban. work. Yeah. I couldn't, that I was, was literally. One, we could have got him. I was watching it on my phone at work. You could have been that I, guy who broke news. I couldn't like go on Zoom and like uh, talk. A doctor did, with Sean, a your job is not more important I'm sorry, I was glad a doctor uh, got on the Zoom call. Somebody uh, at the very end, like as they were saying, like, thanks for your time, you know, Shad and Urban, someone yelled, go Jags. So yeah, cool. I don't understand. That's like, not, somebody got fired. Over yeah, there. how professional, there was jokes like, you know, there was more security at the, uh, the Capitol building than on the Jag Zoom call. So <laughs> if I was at home, too soon, I would have, yeah. <laughs> if I was at home, I would have hopped on. Actually, honestly, to be fair, I don't really know how to do Zoom on my phone. Cause as we all know, I use my wife's computer for Zoom and she like basically sets it all up for me, including charging it. Cause I don't, so I, I, I would have known what to do even if I was able to on my phone. Cause I don't know how Zoom works on my phone. I don't know if you have to like sign up for something first or, but I'm sorry I let us down, guys. That's okay. But it was pretty funny. Um, Jonas was on there. Our boy Jonas was there. <laughs> I think I figured it. Yeah, I, I, I got back into the God Hates Jags at gmail.com. I got our, our email back up and running. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. No, you could have shouted us out. I could have. But I did. I've been, uh, me, and my, me and my boy, Brett Martineau, we, uh, we've been, we've been, We've been dabbling on the Twitter sphere with each other. We'll, we'll talk sometimes. So maybe I'll try to lure him into uh, coming onto the pod. He's a hard get, though. He's a very professional man. He's there was one professional guy. bunch. I was watching a little bit of the press conference with Urban, and there, Shad was on there, too, Shad Khan. And they were talking to him about, you know, of course, Shad, why did you hire Urban to be our head coach and basically what he was saying was that you know it was the right time basically without saying like hey we have the number one overall pick in all this cap space but he was doing it in a professional way but also you know the way that urban was answering questions basically saying like i wouldn't have taken this job if i didn't have the opportunity to coach trevor lawrence and i didn't have all the cap space that the jaguars had which you know, he took the ideal job for him that he thought would be best, but I still think that um, in the role he's going to be in, that that he would have been the best candidate for it. Yeah, he definitely has a lot of uh, learning to do. Like he said, I think at one point mentioned, you know, in his off time, he's been trying to like learn about the salary cap because obviously not something you have to worry about in college. So we haven't announced the GM yet and whoever we do announce, it's going to be very like, like herbs is the guy. He, he he's yeah, going to be right. calling all the shots. Like he's basically hiring. It's a, yeah, it's a little nervous because contracts they, and they you know, cap space. He has personnel control. They just said that they both will report to shot. So it, like, it's his, it, not this Jerry is his. Jones. he's not making final say on like who to take in the third round. Yeah. Right? Like, that but who makes urban makes that decision uh, right but there's teams that function like that like it, it correct me if i'm wrong but bill belichick is basically yeah, picking the all the players day. on draft day 
Right, as well as coaching the team. And the the Patriots have a quote-unquote general manager. He's just not the one in the traditional GM role that the ones that's picking the players. Uh, When Bill O'Brien was at Houston, for better or for worse – he was doing the worse, same thing. Worse, worse, yeah, worse, you're not worse, are, mostly worse. Not a good but, example. About to but, be Alabama offensive coordinator. That's, <laughs> right. <laughs> there were teams, there there were and there are teams that are functioning in that role where the head coach is the game day coach, as well as pretty much the say over the personnel. And the GM is the one that's handling other sides of the franchise and the business as the GM. I think urban smart enough to know that he can't take on the task of becoming an NFL head coach for the first time and learning the position of general manager at the same time. So he's going to find somebody with NFL ties who knows what they're doing and rely on him. Like he has to be that smart or if not, it's too much of a task for one person. I mean, honestly, Bill Belichick is, is a fantastic, maybe the greatest coach of all time but he's not going to the hall of fame for being a GM. He hasn't been the greatest drafter. Uh, and uh, especially recently, that's why their team didn't make the playoffs. Their talent wasn't there. So, right. You know, I, I hope they have a competent guy in charge of just focusing on that job. Cause I think it requires two people. I think he's smart. Like in the press conference or when he was talking to JP last night, uh, he said like something along the lines of, you know, if he had like his best trait in his opinion is like, you know, he knows how to identify good talent to surround himself with like an elite staff. He likes using the word elite. So I feel like I'm going to start be throwing that word around a lot more now. Become so, an elitist. Yeah. So if he, you know, if he can do that, if he can just surround himself with elite staff left and right, we got uh, Charlie Strong as our linebackers coach. Do we really? Yeah, that was announced a little bit earlier. I love he signed that. on as well. He's got to be over. Coach. I know, dude. You go from a head coach to from multiple head, you know, colleges to we get him as our linebacker coach. Like the man well, seems qualified for it. I mean, he was the head coach of Texas, but then I think uh, it sort of just started going downhill from yeah. there. But so I'll he take was him. the the like coordinator me. when I was at UF. I know, so I'm down with so strong. yeah. I mean. Announcements that haven't made already. Charlie Strong has been hired as our linebackers coach who has connections to Urban Meyer, obviously. And then former Gators linebacker Ryan Stamper is yeah. joining as a director of player assessment. So whatever vague role that means, but still. <laughs> I want a vague role. Yeah, he's got a vague role. And uh, from what I'm seeing – Raheem Morris is a candidate for the defensive coordinator job, as well as other um, former coaches in the NFL, as well as college coaches that are being expected to join the Jaguars. Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. I don't think he's going to hire Wade Phillips. Yeah, I don't think he's going to hire Wade Phillips. He can be a player director of defensive assignment or some other bullshit. I want him. Wade Phillips. Tweeted today, I'm ready to come out of retirement. Who wants to hire me? Sean, I think you're going to have to just get off Twitter for a week, and then we can get some actual news from candidates that are going to be a fit for what? the Jaguars. <laughs> Wade Phillips is yes. old as shit. 
Whatever, old ass dude. Old ass people can do all kinds of. Don't be ageist. Don't be discriminating against mm-hmm. Wade Phillips. I'm not an ageist. I'm not an ageist. I think Urban Meyer has a guy in mind that's not Wade Phillips. Yeah, probably. I love Charlie Strong is the linebackers coach. So far, yeah. I'm already happy with uh, every player uh, personnel decision he's made. The uh, the big like oh no no is obviously nothing concrete with GM yet, and also like even if he whoever we hire as GM, what is his real role is going to be? But uh, Ray Farmer's been brought up, and he's the general manager of the Browns from like five years ago, who basically assembled the one in thirty one teams. So everyone's kind of like, yeah, well, I don't like obviously that. it's just a rumor right now, just kind of what's been you know. But I was like, what? You can't be talking about elite staff and then hire one in 31. That guy drafted Johnny Manziel. There's been we'll – I've heard we'll talks see. that he may retain Trent Baalke, our interim general manager, um, yeah. as the full-time general manager. And he was he was a 49ers general manager that drafted Colin Kaepernick and hired uh, Jim Harbaugh to get the 49ers to the run that they had a couple of years ago, which sounds great. But why did he get word. fired? Why, why is he now the Jaguars' interim general manager? What happened there? I mean, well, yes, he started they, drafting a lot of shitty people. They had a bunch of losing seasons. That's how they got the <laughs> uh, Bosa. And then right? Jim, second overall yeah. and then Jim so, Harbaugh got on everybody's nerves. The same way nerves. anyone gets fired. They don't do well at their job. <laughs> so that's why I don't – I've already said it. I want a first-time GM. I don't want a yeah. guy who's already failed. I want everybody get every last bit of steam not elite. Out of that stadium. I want elite. Get elite. 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 Elite and has never stepped foot in the stadium before. Elite or nothing else. Nothing else. Um, I don't I bet they have somebody though by next week. By next pod they'll have by next oh, yeah. pod we Fast. will have a general manager. They're just throwing information out at us we're swimming and stuff to yeah. talk about on the well they've pod. already i bet there's a doesn't do did any of you think like this has been planned for a while did anyone else feel yes. that way oh for i sure. like friday morning presser like they didn't want to have this presser on like a tuesday morning like the announcement late no, night I think and even then, before like before the season was over they had maybe had started putting out feelers is my thought Oh yeah, Doug. Remember Doug Marone called like there was, there was the story how he called uh, Shad like the right after the last game and was kind of you know like oh have you been talking to anybody else or whatever and Shad was like no we haven't started our coach search yet you know of course not and then like all the stuff comes out like Urban and Shad have been talking like since the Super Bowl and stuff like <laughs> Shad Khan fucking lied to Doug and then like hung up the phone and was like snickering to himself like. <laughs> I got fucking yeah, just like here. the shit you gotta say, you know. Yeah, it's like you can't be like, yeah, I found your replacement already, yeah. dude. I feel like Urban was in talks with the Jaguars as like literally as soon as the season ended after our after hey, our Urban, last game against. As soon the as they got the first overall pick, right? And he was like, "That's okay. when Urban called us back," and he he said, "I don't want to take attention away from the from the Buckeyes in the national championship." So wait a little bit. The national championship was on Monday. He's like, let that mellow out a couple days. Let me just get my stuff in order before you announce this. I mean, people, we were saying, what is taking so long? But really, the well, season was, only ended a week and a half ago. It was <laughs> we also were, negotiating his position. Like, 
exactly Correct. what we're talking about, what he's going to be in charge of. And part of that was improving the facilities in order for him to sign on the deal, which is, which is great because he's like demanding things that are only going to improve the team, the morale of the team. And if the morale and the team itself is improved, that's going to lead to winning. Like that's what yeah. he's worried about. And I, I like that a lot. That's be like, you know, Falcons hire Arthur Smith. He shows up and is just like, okay, like this is my offense. Basically we hire Urban Meyer and it's like, you know, yeah, new facilities, better training staff, better nutritionists. Like, you know, it's like the culture. It's the, you know, we got to treat these guys like the best college. And, you know, like, cause these college campuses are way better than even the NFL, you know? So and part of me, the man's like, Shad Khan is opening up the checkbook. They have the, another reason why this may actually work is they have what the, by far the youngest roster by average age in the NFL. Right. It's just to be so more college. that far removed from yeah. college. So keep the good vibes going. It's very exciting, and it, it should be exciting to everyone who is a Jaguars fan. If you're skeptical about it, by all means. If you're angry about it, you're not a Jaguars fan, dude. This is very, very exciting for Jaguars fans, so get on board. If you're mad or sad, it's just like, what's the point of being, you know? Like, the worst that happens is we still suck, but we already suck. I'm going to be excited. Until Urban Myers dies on the field from losing – I'm going to be so excited. It's going to Yes. going to work. Our bar, is, I, our bar <laughs> is very low and our future is very bright. Seriously, Let's just can, get on board with it and go for it. The only way worse up, is fans. if we don't win a game next season. Yeah. Right. If you go winless, then, then we, only we took a step worse. back. We win two, twice as many wins. 100%. Yeah. I will say uh, one last thing from the presser before we move on. You kind of just reminded me of it, Shimmer. Uh, you know, someone kind of brought up, like, college, basically, you know, you have to win, basically. You know, two losses, your season's, you know, worthless, more or less. Um, and you're like, how are you going to, like, adjust to, you know, NFL? And he basically said, like, the NFL is, you know, built for parity. Like, you're built to go 8-8 eight and eight every year. So, like, it's only that, you know – those small little differences that get you into the playoffs or not. Whereas like, you know, college you lose once and like, there goes your season kind of a thing. So I feel like, you know, it's going to be a big mental thing for him, but like he's already getting into a good mindset. I feel like recognizing like eight and eight is like the bar, you know, like you just need to get a little over that to get to the playoffs kind of a thing. So I feel like he's, he's getting himself mentally ready. Yeah, he but knows eight he's, games, he's, oh, eight games in college is a pretty good season. But you're not Everybody, going to the national championship. He's not satisfied. That's true. Pretty good. Yeah, eight elite. and eight. Yeah, true. elite. Eight and eight is an elite. Sorry. All right. Anyway, so we're going to have tons of Trevor, tons of Urban. Uh, next pod, I'm sure there'll be GMs and offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and all that. You know, we can really get a good uh, full layout of everything. And then – free agents maybe i'm just not even talking about free agency but just throwing out alan robinson's coming back home i'm convinced until it doesn't happen i won't be taking questions about it right now uh let's move on what do you guys got for me i don't have anything about alan robinson because <laughs> who knows what's going to happen i'm i mean i'm taking no questions on it right I may now may not be i don't want to talk but, about that now yeah i mean, I mean now that no, 
now that the season is wrapped up, we were halfway through the playoffs in the NFL. This is a God Hates Jags podcast, but we did go into uh, predictions about the entire NFL right before our season started, which seemed like so, so long ago. But we made our MVP, our playoff predictions, uh, our offensive defensive player of the year predictions. Those are all still kind of up in the air right now. But as far as other things that we talked about before our season, uh, before the the Jaguar season, the NFL season, there are some things that we definitely talked about that in retrospect are 100% not accurate. So there's some things that I just wanted to point out. Um, on our, I think it was our first episode, we talked about Shimmer's quarterback name theory. Oh, that, uh, it, that it, it, it did not work out well. It did not work out. But we, we did talk about like your quarterback having a single name and whether or not that would be good for a quarterback. So what about just Trevor as like a single name for a quarterback? What do you think about that? I think Trevor Lawrence is a fantastic quarterback name. But Justin Herbert was the one I shat all over. And right. he, he killed it. But I think I did say there is a caveat that you can change your name, which is you can have a bad name, play well enough, to your name kind of sounds good. Like Justin Herbert at the beginning of the season sounded like doo-doo, but Justin Herbert now sounded pretty good. You're right. You're right. So episode two, Sean, uh, well, in our last Uh-oh. couple episodes, he has already, already – referred to Trevor Lawrence as my baby. And in episode two, you referred to Minshew as my baby at least twice (laughs) from what I was listening to. And (laughs) Sean, Sean, and I, we we did do some uh, predictions as far as the season goes. Sean and I did predict the season opening win. Shimmer, you said that we were going to lose the season opener. So for at least one game – at least one game of the season, we were right about who was going to win the game. And, Hell yeah. Elite. But also, we all did say that we would lose in week two, which we did. So, uh, but also during that episode, we said Marquis Lee was going to blow up since he signed on the Patriots, which obviously did not happen. But our final predictions for the season was uh, – does anyone remember their final prediction as far as record? I didn't predict a winning record, did I? I said 10 and 6. Sean, you did say 10 and I 6. I had the lowest. It had to be the lowest. Shimmer, you did I have, have a- the lowest. You said 6 and 10, so the opposite of Both. Sean. <laughs> and I was, of course, right in the middle at 8 and 8. <laughs> Even uh, <laughs> Shimmer, the realist pessimistic, couldn't get – pessimisticness enough for one in 15 right well, but even still with shimmer being six and ten i was like yeah that that's probably more accurate and it might be like five and eleven it's gonna be bad but i had no idea it would be one in 15 but god bless it it's just the most beautiful well, one in 15 i've ever seen it's the best thing that ever happened to us. We lose 15 games in a row, and we have eight times more season tickets being sold than last year. Like, they knew just, what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, as hey. far as the, the foresight that we all had, we, we had a whole discussion about how there's no backup quarterback plan for the season. 
and we talked about Dobbs and we talked about uh, Glennon and Dobbs. said that like we feel no confidence. And yes, Dobbs didn't even make the roster. <laughs> oh yeah, that was my ba- my boy had to go back home to his home planet. You almost call I I heard that you almost called Dobbs my baby. I heard it. <laughs> Baby. It's, it's Friday night. I'm just throwing out the baby snack. It's a quarterback Everyone, and he plays I'm, for the Jacks. I'm loose as a goose. Baby. Everyone is Sean's baby. Uh, uh, let's see. I, what else did we do? So, uh, so further on the Dobbs train in the next episode, uh, Shimmer was confident that Dobbs would be the third string quarterback and that our, our boy uh, Luton sleeping on a futon would not make the roster, which of course he did. He started what <laughs> three games for us. Yeah, ended up getting like benched that. for Mike Lennon. So, <laughs> uh, well, I still think maybe they should have started Dobbs. You know, <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, but I don't think we like could we really said, tanked any harder than we already did. Yeah, yeah. if he hey. did, we might not have ended up where we were. Very true. Very true. I would like to point out. Uh, there's, you know, a lot of these Jags pods already existed. We come around, make our own Jags pod. Boom. Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. Just say Coincidence. <laughs> well, to be fair, it took an entire season, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. It's true. Rome wasn't built in a day. We can change the name now. You know, it's Oh, like yeah. It's Five like... Super Bowls in a row. <laughs> we got to stay. It's, it's who we are. It's, it's a mentality. There was... Mm-hmm. You gotta was, have that Rocky impersonator mentality. <laughs> there was definitely talks of uh, tanking for Trevor in the first or second episode. So I I'm will say I brought that up. Yes, I will give Shimmer credit for that. Good job, I knew Shimmer. The plan. I've known the plan <laughs> for weeks. See, if we were all talking about it, then it would look like we're tanking. You know, you can't make it too obvious. We we had to hide it. it. Plenty obvious this season. Plenty obvious. That's why Luton started, because it was obvious. They didn't Very true. Very <laughs> true. So moving on into other episodes where we clearly got things wrong before the season started, we did do some playoff predictions. Uh, I think we were we were pretty much accurate on who we thought would make the playoffs, although I did say – the Vikings would make the playoffs, which that was obviously not accurate. Also, in our last couple episodes, in our latest edition of, I believe, um, uh, Jaguars draft pick or reality TV star, Shimmer referenced MTV's The Challenge mm-hmm. frequently. And Very this frequently. was news. This was news to me and Sean, but in episode, let's see, four of our podcast, you also made a reference to MTV's The Challenge. I try to sneak one in in every one of those games. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this uh, was it's my fifth favorite news. sport, The Challenge. I am a, a huge fan. Is that I a recommend sport? anybody else watch it. It's the fifth greatest sport in America right now. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in my fandom. A lot of people like this show. And, I'm gonna uh, have to, to check it look out. Look up. Perfect no, I mean you're television. clearly not alone, but the fact that you brought it up, God knows what, fifteen episodes ago. Oh my god! I try to bring it up for fifteen and episodes. We, at that time, we were like, "What the hell are you talking about?" We <laughs> forgot all about it, and then you brought it up again, and we still were like, 
what is this? <laughs> and you never guess it as the reality show, which I find hilarious. <laughs> it's very forgettable. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a memorable name. It's a very not trying to win, name. man. On Wikipedia, it says The Challenge, originally known as Road Rules All-Stars, followed by Real World, Real World Road Rules Challenge, and occasionally known as the Real World Road Rules Challenge. <laughs> God, that's, that's, a challenge. Mouth, that's, that's a mouthful. What? That's, That's how just it a word jumble. <laughs> now it's just a challenge, bro. I, I, I can... It sounds like a rapper. Um, there might have been. <laughs> I mean, that, that was before we asked uh, JP about the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and he completely smoked us on that. We're going old school. But we did have a segment the next episode where uh, Shimmer's game was fight to the death, where he would give us... Uh, two people and have us defend why one or the other would win in a fight to the death. And I just want to settle one of the debates here in those where uh, Shimmer asked us who would win in a fight to the death, uh, a person in a Jacksonville costume or an actual Jaguar. I don't know if you guys remember this, (laughs) but Sean – you were given the task of defending why a person in the Jacksonville costume would win, and I was given the task of defending why an actual Jaguar would win. And uh, you said that uh, Jacksonville, the person in the costume, would win because he would be able to climb up on the rafters, and a Jaguar can only jump eight feet high, and it wouldn't be high enough for him to jump up and attack him and i googled it <laughs> and uh jaguars can actually jump 10 feet high so oh. uh i think he'd be able to get up there and capture him so i want to debate i want to debate the final score on that game and we can go back and change the final score and maybe i can get a win there Patrick's- i think i'm gonna i'm granting that win yeah post, damn post game Granting of a W for Patrick just based on his research <laughs> ability alone. Also, like, even how, did, how did I not score it for you? It was, the, it was literally a beast for some man in a foam <laughs> costume. And, and I, I won? I need the win? <laughs> I think it's because it. you gave Jackson DeVille with a shotgun versus an okay. actual Jaguar. Oh, yeah. Shotgun? Come on. Uh, I gave him a shotgun. But to be fair, Patrick, that was that was some Urban Meyer right there. That was some refusing to lose. Well done. I respect right. that. I, I, don't, I don't stand for losing. Three months and ago. <laughs> that's right. You got to protect the emblem on the side of your Jacksonville mascot. Love Do you it. think you can keep it going? Because protect the emblem. Uh, I've got a game ready to go. Do you think you can Let's, keep this win streak up? I really do want to keep this win streak up. So let's I keep this rolling. I think you got a rolling. shot. I think you got a shot. Uh, we're going to play a game we've played once before. Uh, and it's called um, Who's Made More Money? Okay. <laughs> and in this game, I tell you, uh, I give you two names, and you have to tell me which of those two has made more money playing professional football. And if you want, you can predict how much money they've made, and whoever is closest might also get a point. Whoever has most points at the end is declared the winner. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Is this just people that have played professional football? Yes. And it's okay. only 
earnings they've made from playing. So endorsements or any other type of inheritance or anything else does That's not right. come in. Okay. To, uh, it's just contracts from playing football, and it is up to right now, and it is accurate as recently as a week or two ago. Okay. <laughs> also, okay. it might be completely inaccurate. It's taken from the internet. Okay, you guys ready? I think I'm ready. The first two names, recently, very recently, as in uh, a couple hours ago, in the news, Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely again, Josh Gordon, the receiver, or Jaguar receiver, Keelan Cole. Who's made more money? <laughs> he got Man. suspended again? Yeah, as of like two hours ago. What the fuck? I think that's probably it for his career. That boy loves Seriously. weed. At this point, what good is he going to do? <laughs> All right. Well, but they can smoke weed now. I don't. I don't understand what he's getting suspended for. But this is a different. Let's play the game. Who's made <laughs> yeah. more money? He lost out on a lot of money. I mean, he still made way more than probably uh, we will ever make. But he could have made so much more money if he just stopped getting suspended. Um, all right. I'm gonna go with Sean first. Who's made more money? Keelan it Cole or feels Josh? like Josh Gordon is such a bigger name, and he's been in the league longer so i feel like that's the obvious so i'll go my boy keelan cole he got that uh that like what's it called the second round tender thing he put on him so i, I feel like that's one of those like preset you got to kind of overpay him a little bit thing so i'll say keelan uh i'm i guess i'm gonna say josh gordon but my reasoning is that keelan has only been on our roster and josh gordon despite all the mishaps he has had has been signed at least to three teams. And I feel like there's a signing uh, like money that has to go along with that. So I'm going to say Josh Gordon. The signing bonus, I think is what. Uh, yes. The signing <laughs> money. You were referring to. Keelan Cole has made $5.2 million playing football. Josh Gordon has made five point five million dollars, yes! <laughs> making three hundred thousand more. Uh, That's just so you're split. aware. What about Josh his... Gordon's first season? He made one point six million, and that was the most he's ever made for a season playing football. Huh. And at one point, he led the NFL in receptions and yards. <laughs> so. Uh, this is why it pays not to get suspended. You guys ready? We got a 1-0. We got a hot Patrick going he's, on. He's, got, he's, he's trying to get two victories in a row. I love one it. from three months ago. Uh, the I'm next still bitter round. about it. I, I would say Keelan Cole's net worth is much higher because I'm sure he's had a – because I'm sure uh, Gordon had to play a lot of, you know, a lot of bills, a lot of fines and stuff. But I digress. Uh, possibly. Okay, uh, it's not going to be quite as Jaguar related this week, but so the next two players, who has made more money, Russell Wilson or Andrew Luck? Patrick, endorsements are, are not included. <laughs> endorsements are not included. It is solely salaries paying the money they get to play in the NFL. 
I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Okay. Sean, you can also pick Ooh. Russell or you can pick Andrew Luck. I mean, Russell's been cooking. Yeah, I'm going also Russell Wilson. Because he's gotten paid more recently. And the more recent it is, the more right. money goes up. So I'm going Good Russell. Point. Andrew Luck has paid $109.1 million. Damn. Playing That's football. He can buy a lot of books with that. That's, and he only signed one contract, dude. Russell Wilson has made a hundred and nine point four million dollars. <laughs> Russell Wilson is your winner. How do you find and them so close together? I just find the ones that look kind of. Those are the only two that are really. Okay, I was like, that's Damn, really like, close. I, I, know, yeah. I feel like uh, that would take a lot of effort to find. Nah, those are the only two. Okay. Uh, okay. The rest are a little farther apart. Um, that brings your total to Patrick with two points and Sean with one. We got three more rounds. Ooh, it's tough. Who has made more money playing football, Jay Cutler or Tony Romo? <laughs> Does not count Tony Romo's lucrative contract to be an analyst. No, <laughs> only that's where the good money is. Football. That's like the first thing I think of is like, oh man, his name is everywhere, but it's only playing football. Okay, uh, Sean, what do you got? I mean, Romo went undrafted, but he eventually got some money. I'll go Jay Cutler. He went to a couple different cities, so. That always seems to have some money involved. I'll go Jay. Patrick, over to you. Uh, I hate to do this, but uh, I'm also going to go Jay because of the free agent deal that he got. Oh, oh no, wait, 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 wait. Let me retract. He got traded, if I'm not mistaken. Did he get traded? I can't. I mean, I'm like retired and signed a, a deal with Miami. I'm changing my answer. Tony Romo, final answer. Jay Cutler has made $122.2 million playing football. Jay Cutler made more than Andrew Luck. That's some shit. <laughs> Tony yep. Romo has made twenty. Seven point four million. Oh, lifting Jay Cutler. Damn, giving Patrick a three to one lead. Patrick's on fire, and he switched his answer at the last minute. I thought he was doing it. Man, sounded like. Okay, we're gonna switch. Feeling feeling pretty good. We're gonna switch it up a little bit. All right, what you got? Who has made more money? Calais Campbell or Adrian Peterson? <laughs> Is, <laughs> we are switching it up. I'm no quarterbacks think, this time. I'm trying to think of like the connection. They both have worn purple jerseys at some point. Is that like their connection? Amounts mm. could be any. Who's first? 
who uh, who started first last round? Patrick, you are up. I'm going to say I'm going to say because I think as far as free agent deals, Calais Campbell's only had one maybe maybe higher because if he's a defensive end and when he was a free agent. uh, But AP has had I mean he's been on a couple teams. I want to say Adrian Peterson has made more money as an NFL player than Calais Campbell as much as I love him. All right. Back to you, Sean. Uh man. Running backs back in the day versus Calais who three tra- teams, one was a trade, but we did pay him a shit ton. I think he's getting paid like $15 million from us this year. I'm going to go Calais. I'm going to say more recent money. He had a really big payday from us. I'll go Calais. My Calais, my Calais. <laughs> oh, my oh. Calais. Campbell. Exactly, my Calais. A hundred and three point one million dollars playing football. And has he made more than Andrew Luck? Calais Campbell has made less than Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck made 109. Okay. Uh, Adrian Peterson has made 100 and 1.8 million, making less than Calais Campbell, giving Sean a shot at tying the game up. Ooh, and ending love it. Patrick's hot streak. All right. Love, and... Okay. I brought him up earlier. We might as well do this. Uh, who has made more money? We're going to go back to quarterbacks. Alex Smith or Joe Flacco? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are Tom, on Sean Alex Smith. Uh, That's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Joe Flacco. Let's keep it easy. (laughs) Joe Flacco has made $166.3 million playing football. Not bad. Not bad. Damn. And Alex Smith has made $100. 73.7 million eclipsing Joe Flacco. Hey. On the point. Tying the game. Dude, first overall pick before the uh before they like, you know, renegotiated all the, the rookie contracts. That money I didn't think about that. That money yeah. hit different. They were like, here's a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I didn't think about that. As That's soon it. as you said it, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We've got one more. And it's tied. I, We're tied. I, we got a tie game. Is it tied? Is it. Oh shit! All right, let's go. Tie game. Um, for this round and this round only, you have to give me a number. Sixty-nine. And uh, four twenty. What do you think they made? Okay. So in their sure. careers, closest will win the tiebreaker. Okay. I'm gonna write All it right. down. Writing it down. 
They play each other this weekend in the playoffs. Who's made more money, Drew Brees or Tom Brady? Ooh. Write down a number. Write down a number. And a name. And a name. Um, you can write down two numbers, I guess. Because there's two of them. <laughs> what? I'm just writing down who I think in there. I, I, don't, I don't care about the other number. Fuck that person. Okay. Uh, okay, hold on. I got to find the, uh, the dollar sign symbol on my phone. All right, I found it. All right, who's up first? I'll, yeah, I'll go. I'm not afraid. Uh, Drew Brees has made $203 million. And Patrick, what is your answer? Brees, $212 Shit. Wow, that's really wow. okay. So, very so, close. Sean came in. You both have Drew Brees as making more. Sean's at 202, Patrick at 212. The person closest will win because Drew Brees has made more than Tom Brady. Nice. What okay. did Tom Brady okay. make? Okay. Tom Brady made 235.2 million. Oh, geez. Therefore, Patrick is your winner because oh. Brady or Breeze has made two hundred and forty-four point seven million. Patrick was Damn. higher, and Patrick is closer. I give to you your two-time champion, Patrick. Redemption, dude. Redemption. Tonight, Patrick is all elite. You thought you got away with it with your Jacksonville bullshit. <laughs> I don't even remember this. Just, I, I do. Digging up the I past on it. me. I remember. I take that's my all losses. I've been thinking about. I take I my losses graciously. I bow out. We maybe should bring that one back. That was a good. I, game. To the t- I have to. I have to think too hard. That should be our drinking game, game, because then I'll just drunkenly say whatever. That, that is a good fun. one. I'm down with that. All right. Well, I feel good. I'm, I'm here, glad. Right? I'm glad I got. I'm glad I got the reverse win from 15 weeks ago or whatever it was. And I'm glad I got this one now. Let's do this. This is going to be a good offseason. I mean, it was, it was tough going there for a minute. Uh, Sean had a hell of a comeback, and, but you, you really stuck it in the yeah. end, and that's what mattered. I'm you proud know, of you, buddy. At the end. I'm a program builder. <laughs> He's setting the culture here at God Hates Jags. We've been, we haven't been taking it serious enough. We're building up an elite staff. We got elite culture coming in. Patrick's on a two-game win streak. Uh, it's looking real good. He went from being on a win streak to just leaving, so I don't know. He, he, he went to the locker it. room, bro. Yeah, he, he, just, went. he went straight through the touchdown into the locker room. He is not giving any fucks. He's out of here. Well, Patrick left us, so I guess on behalf of time to call it. myself and Shimmer, I guess we're going to call it a night because Patrick took the victory lap and went to the locker room. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of winning going on. The winning's going to keep continuing into 2021. Maybe not. Urban fucking Meyer. Urban Meyer. Patrick said his iPad died. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to keep going just to spite him, but we'll, we'll wrap it up. It's late. He's got a big head now that he's won two games. Yeah, he's, he's feeling too <laughs> confident. All right, well, uh, Patrick, but fuck him. But Shimmer, have a good night. We'll be back on later, guys. Hit us up. 
God hates Jags. Find us on the Twitters. Email us. It's back up and running. What is the email? God hates Jags at gmail.com. Send us, send us something. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about you on the pod. It'll we will 100% talk about you. We have no shame. All right. Yeah. Later, everybody. Go Jags. Yeah.